Jeff approves. My brother thinks that I should buy the cardboard cutout. And if season 44 is bad, which it will be, I'll just beat it up like in the backyard. And I was like, I don't want to get put on like a watch list. <laughs> we don't want to concern CBS. <laughs> Who wants to take the lead on this? I'm not gonna lie, I kind of thought it was you. <laughs> to be clear, I did not know that that's what we had decided. Like, okay, okay, I, okay, okay, okay. We okay. could do that, but I let's just... set the scene for the viewers, the listeners, the pod <laughs> fans. Yeah. So set the scene, Anna. You got it. It's us, your girlies, <laughs> yeah, and the Stacey Aggie. <laughs> we are here with some usual escaping reality vibes but full disclosure we're trying a little bit of a new episode format today where we are not gonna recap a particular episode of something or even a full season but we're just gonna kind of chat through what we've been watching uh working title is what did we decide (laughs) we had a cute title we came up with some like clever options it was really fun and cute I can't remember a single one, but uh, the work in progress, what you watching slash viewing party, <laughs> it's a work in progress, but basically we are going to chat with each other um, just about what we've been watching and some of it will have some crossover. We've been watching some of the same things. We've been watching some of the different things, so it'll be fun. We're going to shoot the shit and definitely let us know if you like this format. Um, if you are watching any of the shows that we are also watching or have been watching and you have additional thoughts, like keep us in the loop um, so that we can grow and thrive. Thank or you. if you have like suggestions of something or we should be watching. Maybe we do that too. Of, like, yeah. Just watch but also a recommendation. We will be recapping Survivor when it comes back on. Maybe not one episode per episode, um, but definitely stay tuned for like more full coverage episodes we hope to be doing more interviews really soon um because those have been some of our favorite episodes so big things coming big things coming but uh not leaving survivor behind but just giving us the opportunity to talk about some other things because let's be honest escaping reality fam we were pretty mean and caustic during the season 43 recaps it was a lot it's not entirely our fault i think half of the blame can go to gabler i'm gonna be honest 40%. But um, 40% to Gabler, I would say 30% to CBS in general slash Jeff Probes. And then the remaining 30% can be split among the three of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just like, we just wanted to have like a little bit, a little bit more options, a little bit more spice, if you will, on the things that we're talking about. Um, because at the end of the day, we created this to be a podcast where we escape reality and talk about things that are bringing us joy. And at the time when we created it, it was Survivor. And as of December, it's not Survivor currently. So I said what I said. So let's start this little party off. This format came out of the fact that we were going to do season five of this circle. And then Stacey was like, I don't really care. And Anna was like, "Mm, I watched one episode and it was bad. And I said, well, I fully committed and took notes. So (laughs) we're going to talk about it, even if it's just for a little smattering of time. So let's start there maybe, and then we can go on to hear some other things people are watching. Is that cool with the team? I mean, I was just going to ask, how is everybody? But we can breeze right past that. (laughs) No, no. Let's do a mental health check-in. We'll talk about Circle later. Just to like contextualize, like, 
oh, I'm watching this show to escape reality. And here's what's up in reality. And if oh. it's nothing, we can, we can, um, no, no. Yeah. I don't mean to call anybody out. No, no, we can do that. Just a, just a general oh, well, temp check. <laughs> we had one of those at work. Yeah. No, no, no. We had one of those at work without disclosing like who I was working for or what I was doing. Let's keep this as vague as possible. But the bosses of like the clients that I'm working with, they called us into a room and they're like, so we get the vibe that people are sad. How did they get that vibe? Well, because they were trying to solve a problem. Again, I can't talk too much about it because guys, now I'm in consulting for teachers instead of just being a teacher. So I can't just talk about it willy nilly. And uh, they were basically like, well, we were trying to solve this problem. And every time we talked to one of you, you unloaded like 17 other problems. So are y'all good? And we were basically like, no. No. (laughs) I think we're all just tired. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but like the burnout's been real. Mm. And I'm in a new job that I overall like, but I just have been frustrated and overwhelmed. And like, I don't know. I feel like this pandemic really has fucked with my brain. Like, I think it genuinely changed the chemistry of my brain and how I approach the world. Yeah. I was thinking about that in the car the other day. Not to get like too depressing on this cute little episode we're trying to have about like, what you watching? Let's talk about Circle Season 5 and why it was terrible. No, but Um, there's certain things that I'm like, I I didn't used to be like this. Is it the last three slash four I don't even know how many years it's been is it the last three years and just like I've aged or have I just aged in like a deeply troubling way as has the rest of the world you know it's just we're kind of the deep yeah. questions it's probably the latter <laughs> if I had to guess therapize us Stacey yeah. diagnose just, us you know what I mean just that casual global pandemic you know no big deal which Biden has just said it's over it's, not, it's over now get ready for COVID test to cost an absurd amount our insurance should cover them don't get me started on insurance right now that's I what i'm escaping what am i yes, tell us stacy tell us i pay how much for health insurance and still have to pay at my doctor's appointment every time <laughs> yeah. yeah the amount that comes out of my paycheck and then i go to the doctor and they're like oh you still have to pay 300 dollars," and i'm like i paid that for my paycheck <laughs> like that's what i paid already they said like, this actually is out of network. Well, no, they're like you haven't met. I and no, because I go to certain doctors because I don't even want to go there, but I go because they're in network. And then they're like, oh, but you haven't reached your deductible because it's February first. Like, oh. no, I haven't, but I still need the doctor in the meantime. <laughs> Stacy, you'll love this. So I got a letter before the new year saying that my current dentist was no longer covered under my insurance, and I was like bummer I hate the dentist that's an important part of the story so I was like okay whatever I'll like after the new year I'll find a new dentist it'll be fine like I'll call my insurance company see where I'm covered whatever so then January I called my dentist because I was supposed to have an appointment in March and I was like I might as well cancel it if I'm not covered I don't want to go I don't really want to go anyway so I canceled my appointment it was supposed to be early March then I get another letter that says actually surprise you are still covered And then I have to call my insurance to say, I got one letter saying this and another saying the opposite, which is it? And they said, no, you should go to this dentist. They're actually really good for coverage for under this plan. And I was like, perfect. Thank you for wasting my time. Call back the dentist. Guess when the first appointment is? Six months from now. September. Yeah, feels right. Yep. So seven months from now. Sick. Love that for us. So not only do I not want to go in the first place, I'm probably going to get another letter between now and September saying, actually, we changed our minds a third time. Oh, Lord. So yeah, that's been fun. That's, been fun. that's like the general theme of how things are going. 
Well, and Anna, you're a, um, you know, you're into the like astrological things. Aren't oh, we yeah. like not, aren't we like in a good period right now? That's what people are saying. <sighs> Here's the thing. I haven't been paying as close attention to it as I should be because I was really into it at the end of last year, but for like my own personal chart, not like mm-hmm. the grand scheme of the world and things were going really well. And that I like kind of got off the train a little bit and I got to get back on the train of like paying attention to it because things were good. Yeah. I just heard like there's no retrograde or something. I don't know what these things mean. I don't think we're in retrograde right now. We were. We did start January January. in retrograde though. Oh, we did? Oh, yeah. 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 Now it's like. Like we had a retrograde and a Friday the 13th. They may have coincided. Probably because why the fuck wouldn't they? Yeah. Anyway. (sighs) Sounds like so, we're pretty exhausted. <laughs> based on that little mental health check, maybe we should escape reality because it's yeah, not going well. For sure. Hopefully, this is relatable content to the listener. Um, What's so crazy is like when we watch shows because we talk about them, like I get just as riled up, which I feel like <laughs> is counterintuitive, but it really does make me feel better. Yeah, but it's like a fun riled up. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of a fun riled up, let's talk about Circle Season 5. Oof. Let's talk about it. Anna, did you finish or did you only watch the two episodes? I watched three episodes, but please go ahead and spoil things for me because I, I just, I know that you said that there's some new stuff, but like it can't be much. It just can't. And you already told me that my favorite player doesn't win. So. Because <laughs> your favorite player is Raven. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I watched like most of them, but there were like several where I was. Like, did I was you watch like through to the end? You did. You I didn't, saw like, the fa- like I saw who won, but did I miss some important things in between? Maybe. Okay, okay. the finale was really boring, so like you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much. The thing I told Anna last week when we were like planning and thinking about this, we were like, "Oh, like what should we talk about? Like what should we do?" And um, I was like, "Anna, you got to finish season five of the Circle so we can talk about it." And she was like, oh, I'm like pretty not interested. And I was like, that's fair. Um, but I just need you to see all the hot <laughs> deaf interpreters, like ASL interpreters they have at the oh, finale. Oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> They're all so hot. And then, so they bring like three of them to the finale table. And then they have like eight of them at the actual finale. And I was like, where did you find all these hot interpreters? Also, shout out to Paris. He was the best part of the whole show. And he didn't even have, a, <laughs> he had no skin in the game. He literally couldn't win shit. I was like, Paris, someone needs to be paying you, man. Paying you more than this. Because I'm like, did you just come on because you're Raven's pal? Because that's really nice of you. But like, you better get your coins, sis. Anyway, I'm going to rant on this for like three minutes. And then we can hear y'all's thoughts. And we can wrap up the circle season five. Um, And maybe the circle forever. (laughs) Guys, they laughed at that. They're on mute, but they did laugh. (laughs) Sorry, I had salad in my mouth. (laughs) There was a funny joke. I'm funny. Okay. I'm funny. Anyway. So we got the like promo for circle season five and it was really cool. It was like, Hey, everybody's single. Are we going to use that as like a bargaining chip in this game? Meaning I thought everyone was going to actually be single and horny. So it was going to be like too hot to handle, but you physically can't touch because you're in your own rooms. And that's just straight up. not what it was. People were lying about being single. So it didn't even matter. I will say it made for some drama with Marvin and Raven and the other one whose name is escaping me and was a catfish anyway, Tamira. I got it. Go team. So it did make for like some spicy drama, but like none of them were like actually single or like half of them were only actually single. And then it didn't really have any sort of bearing on the game. Like 
speaking of people who don't know how to theme a show, circle producers, I have thoughts. If you're going to do this, do it. Don't halfway do it. We had the hacker again, which apparently was new, but I'm like, I feel like we did this already. We did the hacker, right? Sometimes they like change the name or they change like something so inconsequential about the twist that like we've seen it before, even if it if it's technically new. Yeah. But like we've we we've seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My biggest problem with the circle is they're trying to make it innovative and fun. And I will say for casting reasons, I actually thought this cast was one of the best casts they've ever had. Good or bad or ugly, I had feelings on every single person that played. Okay, like most of the time, there's a lot of forgettable people. This season, I was like, I hate him. I love her. I actually think they're hysterical. Like, ooh, do I want to date this human? Like, I was like, oh, like there's winners in this group of humans. So in terms of casting, I actually thought it was their strongest season. The twists are getting a little bit predictable. And my biggest takeaway is that Brett and Xanthi, who played as Jennifer after they got kicked out night one for not being real enough because they were both hot. That was basically the takeaway they were given a new profile they had to be a 55 year old lady named jennifer they made her like fun aunt of the circle and they actually played strategically like put tom at the bottom when they knew tom was their like best ally person they voted him at the bottom when they knew that it was going to be him or her who would get voted out and they were like if we vote each other at the top then that doesn't really help either one of us one of us is going to be at the bottom So we got to put Tom at the bottom. So he's the immediate vote out. And I was like, that's actually a really interesting strategy. Like, I'm I'm glad someone is playing. But in saying that, I think they were only able to do that because they are together. They were together. So someone was able to be like, remember, hello, you're playing a game. This is a game for $100,000. This is not best friend race, to quote drag race. So I think for me, I would like a whole season where everyone is a pair and you're playing as a catfish. Because people might actually be strategic and play the fucking game to win $100,000 rather than sit there and be like, this is about my friendships. You can still be honest. Like they, Xanthi and Brett, I think still showed that you can share real things about your life, even under the guise of being a catfish, which is something we've seen all these four seasons through of like that holds up regardless if you're a catfish or not. But I think my frustration is that people forget it's a game and then take everything so freaking personally. And I think if you have someone there with you to talk to you about it as a game rather than your own personal feelings about the people you're playing with, I actually think we'd see some really cool strategy. So that is my pitch at Netflix. Email Escaping Reality Pod and we can get this started because I have a lot of thoughts and I actually think it would be so cool to see people actually play this strategically. Anyone else have feelings about Circle Season 5? I mean. I think that could be fun just to have duos because it, it has been interesting like when we had the Spice Girls you know duo and just like I think it's happened a couple times and it just adds something different to the mix so yeah I think that'd be cool and I think I did listen to what are their names the two that were Brett and Zanthi yeah I listened to like a podcast interview they did and it was pretty interesting um and Brett was from Big Brother too so like he's played um another show done another show before but yeah I this season I just I started strong and I did like I do like all the cast but I just I almost feel like if it was a little shorter of a season it would sustain my attention more especially since it they do come out in like chunks right And I think I'm just at the point where I just need to like watch a show in one sitting, (laughs) which says a lot about my free time. But like, I think if it gets spaced out between weeks, I'm like, I've given up. 
<laughs> so we'll see how that bodes for Survivor. But I just, with a show like that, like with the traders, I was just able to like watch it. I mean, it was over the course of two days, but just like watch it, move on. It felt like almost like watching an extended movie or something. Um, and I think for the circle, I might need that. Like, I don't think it has enough variety to keep it going over multiple weeks. I think that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's a weird choice to me that they do something like, again, it's scripted versus not scripted, but like on Netflix, you could drop weekly episodes of Bridgerton and people would still tune in, but Mm -hmm. I don't want to tune in weekly to the circle. I want to just be able to watch the whole thing and see who wins. (laughs) To be honest, like I, I just want to be able to just drop the whole season. Whereas like Bridgerton, if you'd given me one episode of time, I wouldn't have complained. Like I would be like, I'm coming back. I got to know what happens. I also feel like they really lose stamina around episode 10 and 11, 12 or it's like 11, 12 because it's going into the finale. The circle is complete or whatever. And you're like, honestly, one of these episodes could be cut. I don't need it. Yeah. It could be a, it could be a cool 10. And I think we'd all be okay with that. 10 would be better. Yeah, for sure. It's just like a low stakes show. For $100,000, which is not low stakes. It's not, but like the, sh- like the show itself is low stakes, you yeah. know? Because like they're not, they don't really do anything. And yeah. also they're nobodies. And I do agree, like the, the the cast was particularly likable. But if I watch the first three episodes, I, I, don't, I don't know them or like them enough to be like, oh, let me come back next week where I will have forgotten everything that happened because I'm not like it, it's it's a bingeable show and they need to make it so that you can binge it. Although I sat down to watch it once all the episodes were out and I still didn't binge it. So <laughs> maybe this is terrible advice. Um, but I like, it's what we kept saying when we watched the, the previous season, like they still kind of haven't decided what the game is. They don't know what the game like, is. And mm. especially after watching, like watching the circle after watching the traders, with the concept of like, okay, get out the catfish or there's a consequence that yep. they, they really, really need to figure that out. And I feel like they also need to stop their reasoning behind catfishing. Cause in the first season it was like, oh, I'm insecure about the way that I look or I don't want to be judged. So I'm going to use someone else's photos, whatever. And now it's just like, I'm going to use this picture so that they don't think I'm smart. I'll hide the fact that I'm smart as if intelligence is like something that can help you win this game, which it's just not like, it's just not that kind of strategy game. Well, Marvin is a really good example of that. But like, stop being like, they're never going to know that I'm smart. Like they don't, nobody cares. Also tell me you're an engineer, Marvin. I'm still going to think you're hot. So like, who cares? (laughs) Like, I, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. It just, it feels very, uh, almost outdated and maybe it's because we're like three like intelligent cultured young women who like are beyond the superficial in most cases but I'm like I just wouldn't I wouldn't see like a buff person who says they're an engineer and be like oh they must be lying (laughs) I wouldn't be like oh immediate catfish there's no way that person is hot and smart but also if I was on the circle (laughs) I'd be like it doesn't matter if they're a catfish you be whatever you want I don't care be whatever you want I'm trying to win a hundred thousand dollars vote for me because you like me I don't care. So after watching the traders and literally like in the first 20 minutes of this season of the circle, I was like, they really need to lean into the circle as a concept, like your inner circle, mm-hmm. make it more about like actually building a team and an alliance and keep the sort of influencer structure the same. But then you become like leader of your inner circle 
And then you've got like two different teams. There's opportunities for people on your team to cross over depending on who like the influencers are. And like lean into something more like that where it actually matters the connections that you make with one another and if those connections are real or if someone is lying to you and then is going to jump to the other team or start their own like circle of friends. I don't know. But like it's called the circle. And for why? For why? It's the name of the computer. But for why? <laughs> I, I was questioning the circle as a concept a lot in the three episodes I watched. <laughs> so Anna, something to look forward to if you decide to watch the rest of the season. Shuby comes back, but they give him a profile of a woman and he's terrible at it. Um, and it's like, why didn't you just Sasha. let him? Yes, yeah, Sasha. But he tries to like start this revolution a little bit and he basically brings in all the new people and he's like, we outnumber them five to three. So like if we stick together and vote them out, one of us would win. And everyone was like, oh, that's so mean. And I was like, that's also how you fucking win. Because who were the top three? The three he said it was going to be. It was Raven, Sam, and Chaz. So y'all are over here like, there was a revolution. Like people were trying to get us out. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Because one of you was going to win. And then one of you did. (laughs) Which, by the way, I wasn't upset when Sam won. Spoiler, Anna. Wait, Sam the like, Sam from the Bronx? Brooklyn? I think she's from Brooklyn. She's the okay. MUA from Brooklyn. She wins. Did not see that coming. I didn't see it coming. It was going to be Chaz. I had written down in my notes, Chaz. Chaz is the winner. Chaz comes in second and Raven comes in third. Also, I think the theory of if you come in in the first eight, you win is true across all five seasons, except for that one person. James? James. I think yeah. James. Who we all loved. And it was like, yeah, he was going to win because he's just like a human. Because he's like the best love. one there. <laughs> he's the best human to maybe play the circle. <laughs> Other than maybe Shubham. And then they gave him the worst profile in the history of the planet. But he literally was like. But like, why bring him back at all? It was weird. Is it, it for the viewer? Because the viewer. No, because he was, it, he was up for $100,000. It wasn't like Mel B and Baby Spice, who's Emma. It wasn't like, oh, if you get me out, you get more money. It was like, Shuby's literally trying to win $100,000 again. <laughs> It was very strange. And then he went to go see Jennifer, which was Brett and Xanthi. And they were like, and I was like, he's not that famous. I love you. I would love to talk to you about your experience on the circle. I have many questions, but also just like, like if I saw you on the street, I wouldn't be like, oh my God. Yeah. No, no. So I don't know. It's just, we need to tighten up the concept, but I would like a season of all catfish and I would like them to be pairs where they're given a profile by the circle. Because I think one of the things that was cool about Brett and Xanthi is they very clearly had a picture of who she was. They knew how they wanted to respond as her. Xanthi explained it really well. She was like, I was like the flirty, fun side of Jennifer. Brett was like the cool aunt vibe for Jennifer, like the fun loving, that aspect of her. And between the two of us, that because they make it to the end. They make it to the end. They don't win because... There's like this whole thing with the revolution that then puts the top three originals to like be really pissed to then form their own. Like we're just, we can't let anyone else win, but no one questioned Jennifer being a catfish. And I think it was because the two of them, they weren't trying to keep track of lies or like forget things. Like the two of them held each other accountable, made a lot of their things vague, but still believable. Like there was a lot of cool strategy there. So I want a whole season of that. And then we don't need to have them say bye to the circle because no one cares. 
no one cares. Like uh, that part when they like reveal their message and everyone's like, I knew she was a cabinet. Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Or when they're like, oh no, they were real. I'm like, You're, are you not trying to win? <laughs> like, are you not trying who to cares? win? Literally, who cares? This is a game. <laughs> I will say that the circles continues to have like great diversity on their shows. And I mean, even having Raven, like they showed that it's not that hard to have, you know, some, someone with a disability on a show. If you just give them the accommodations they would use in their normal life. So I did appreciate that. Also, shout out to Raven <laughs> and Paris. Honestly, just 10 out of 10 human beings. Yeah. They were well worth the watch, honestly. Okay. And with that, we wrap up Circle Season 5. And at Netflix, if you're listening, I, I'm willing to work with you to make the show better. Netflix is in trouble. <laughs> Netflix is in trouble. Like it can't continue on the path you've writ- written for it. Like we gotta move. We gotta s- find a new lane. Anyway, who's ready with their own show? Should we talk about something else? Because I can't talk about this anymore. <laughs> Almost making me sad. Well, the problem is the show I want to talk about. I don't think Aggie has seen the most recent episode. I haven't. I was gonna watch it today. You need to unplug your. You need to. Okay, let's do this. Okay, let's, let's pretend like this. Let's pretend about like the finale hasn't happened yet, or the but final I can't. hasn't started yet. <laughs> Casey, yes, you can. Yes, you no. can. Let's talk about the challenge generally, and then take your headphones out so I can get this out. <laughs> because it was, I told you to watch it. It was an amazing episode. You're too busy with your social life. <laughs> okay. Okay. The sass coming from Stacy right now is actually not cute. It's I would cute. also like to just throw into the chat. I haven't watched any of it. Honestly, this Anna, just, you should. This is it just is. beef between Stacey and Annie. <laughs> Wait, is this still Ride or Dies? Yes. Still okay, I, lied. I watched the first half of an episode. It was going to be my walking show, and then I never went back on the treadmill. <laughs> this is one of the best seasons of The Challenge in a long time. Yeah. One of the best seasons of The Challenge in a long time. I often lose steam because the seasons are like 18 to 20 episodes, and they feel drawn out and sometimes the drama is manufactured whatever this season has been so close to perfection the rookies actually making it to the end i think is really exciting a lot of the people you hate went home early so then it was people you actually liked um the rookies that were there were interesting the gameplay i think the format that it was set up in um with the rider dies being together then split into opposite teams and then coming back together made it exciting like Stacey, I'm going to give you the floor because I just talked about the circle for like eight hours, but I think it's great. I think this season of the challenge is great. Yeah, it is a good season. And it's interesting, like everything I just said about the circle being too long and being weekly, I don't mind. Like I would watch the, like, I don't mind with the challenge. I would watch the challenge like all in one sitting if it was available, but I don't mind waiting a week. Like it's a, it's enough happens where I'm like, I'm excited, but I can take a break. Like I don't need to see it all at once so that's what it is enough happens in each episode that you're not like unsatisfied and i think the episodes i mean including commercials because i do you know we talked about how i have commercials but and i try to watch it live now that survivor's not on but i think each episode's an hour and a half like with commercials so it's also like okay they give us enough for that week but yeah like it's so a lot of times in the in recent challenge seasons like the rookies just get pretty much picked on the whole time so that they'll be the first ones to go home like 
they're always put into the eliminations and they just like even Jay from Survivor when he was on a season, he he fought hard. He won a few challenges, but it was just like they were going to keep voting him in. But this season, I think, yes, partly like the pairings, because some of the pairs are rookies with a bet. And then some of the rookies are just like very good. <laughs> so it hasn't been like that where it's just like the vets take over and get to the end. So, yeah, like surprisingly uh, good Ricky rookies. Yeah. Is each episode like the same formula? Like for each episode of the challenge, is it like some debrief challenge, debrief yes. elimination? Because I feel like this that season, helps too with yes. like wa- watching week to week. Yeah. It's like it with is. the circle, you just kind of like wouldn't know what was coming in any given episode. But That's I like just... the structure. Yeah. In previous seasons, it hasn't been. Sometimes they stop before the elimination and that's that's what causes fatigue. So maybe we've cracked it because you're like, I just want to know who's going to go home. But like someone gets in a fight and you're like, I just now we have to worry about that. And TJ has to send them home or whatever. Yeah, I will say, even though you haven't watched Anna, you know who Olivia is from Love is Blind. So this is relevant. So Olivia is one of the new like rookies with her partner, Arasio. And they are so good. Like you would, Olivia has like shocked me <laughs> at how athletic she is and just like how competitive she is. They have been sent to the elimination challenge multiple times and like keep winning. It has been impressive. Also, is she from Love is Blind? I thought she was from Love Island. I mean, Love Island. Oh, wow. I say Love is Blind, Love Island. Yeah. Love okay. Island. I, my brain was, yeah. I was like, I was like, did I well, misunderstand what she was Spoiler alert, on? she won. Love Island? Which, I mean, winning means uh, America liked her and her partner the best, her couple the best. Don't ask me why. Don't forget that Shannon had to go home early. She would, I think Shannon would have won. But anyway, I found out on Johnny Banana's podcast this morning that Olivia was an alternate for the Challenge USA. Um, And then, like, they just didn't choose her. So she was like, well, can I go on the regular challenge? (laughs) So they were like, do you have a pal? You can bring if you can bring someone, you can come. Yeah, and so I bet, honestly, looking back, she's probably glad because I would rather be on the real challenge than the challenge USA. Same, <laughs> the challenge USA seems bad. Yeah, seems bad like, and not fun, and maybe like really upsetting. Yeah, so I say as someone who watched it, she's been amazing. Now we are into the finale. Someone has not. Would you like to it. yell about it? Should I take yes. my headphones out? Okay, Stacy. Okay, I'll hear about this later, people. Bye. Okay, she can't hear us, right? Okay. So is this the finale? Did the finale happen? Well, so the finale is happening in two parts. It's like, so I think, what is it that they actually call it? Well, yeah, TJ's final. You remember the like TJ's final. So, but they're doing doing it in two parts, which I didn't know when I was watching on Wednesday. I thought I was going to find out the winner, but so they did this is apparently the longest final it's like a hundred hours straight i mean they do sleep in between but even the sleep is like limited and you sleep in like a tent <laughs> and i forget where they are and like last time they're in like russia or something so it's like random oh, places <laughs> so anyway so olivia and Horacio are the only rookies that make it to the final everyone else is a vet um, and it's like people who have played for a long time and like are like, some of them have been to many finals and never won. So they're kind of like, this is our year. Like we're going to do it. But then I'm rooting for Olivia and Horacio and they, I'm not going to go through all the challenges they have to do, but like they start just like on a like 
basically like Peloton bike, like a stationary bike. And they have to like get to a certain mileage before they can like get off and like make their tent for the night. So it's like, do you go fast? So you have more time to sleep or do you just, cause I think you have to get like 10 miles, like five per partner or something. No, 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 no. It's more than that. I think it's like 50. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. I was like, I, I could do five miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, I remember Arasso being like, we're at 48.5 or something. So I think it's oh, like, it, and so some of the vets are like, this is the beginning of a, a, a basically a hundred hour final. Like we're going to take our time. But then like Olivia and Arasso are like, let's hurry up so we can sleep. So it's very interesting. But all this to say, they make it to like the next challenge. Um, they keep getting sabotaged because in these chat, like there's one that's like, basically whoever gets their first can sabotage another team with this gross stuff they have to drink. I don't even know what it is. It like looks disgusting. <laughs> and basically they just drink it and vomit it like in the same breath. <laughs> like they really don't, it's not like survivor where you have to like keep hold it, down. it down for a bit. They just like swallow it and throw it up. But anyway, so they get sabotaged with extra drinks for that. And then Olivia hurts her finger. She like slices her finger open oh. and like just put stitches in. Like I'll just, keep going and she keeps going and then they get to this challenge where you have to do like a slingshot type thing with a golf ball in it Ooh. and each partner has to like get hit two targets Arasio hits his very quickly but olivia's finger is like injured so she can't really pull it mm-hmm. she pulls it back and the golf ball hits her nose <gasps> and cracks it like you like you see it happening <gasps> And like blood just starts gushing. And she's like, I just broke my nose. Like I just broke my nose. And the um, the like med team runs over there. They like put her in the truck to take her to the ambulance. And she's like, no, like I have to keep going. Like I have to keep going. And they're like, no, like I can't. <laughs> and Arasio's like, I'll just see if they'll let me like do run for two people and just do like twice as much. And they won't let him. So they're out. Oh my God. They'll have to bring them back though, right? Like, oh yeah. They're going to be like the favorites to come but back. Also, ow. MTV is wrong for this because they have her do some of her like interview things when she's clearly like still bruised and like just wearing makeup. Like I'm sure they were like, let's just see what you really look like right now. And she has like yellow like bruises. Oh, I can feel it. Oh. And then it's like, that's just rude that they made, they couldn't wait and like record this later when your nose was fine. Um, oh yeah so now so I, good though yeah. <laughs> in like a messed up way <laughs> and everyone just like loved them so much and I feel like I don't think they would have won just because this was still like this is day one of like a multi-day challenge mm-hmm. and like with her finger injured and like there's just people with better endurance I think than yeah. her but what a way to go out <laughs> like, better than just like falling behind true this is true and she was saying, like, if it had hit even, you know, a little to the right or left, like, that would have been, like, her eyeball that it would hit. So, so like, and I mean, now, according to the interview I just listened to, like, her nose is fine now. But she said, like, for months it was sore. Like, it was oh sore. For so, it was so emotional. when Because Horacio, he's like, don't apologize. Like, it's not your fault. We did good. We'll come back next season. Mm-hmm. But then when she's finally gone to the ambulance, he, like, burst into tears. <laughs> it's like. It's so sad. So this is why I need Aggie to watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Immediately. But if anyone listening has watched, please just DM me because, man, it that was the best TV of this week for me. <laughs> so. Oh, Allie says, uh, Allie, who's Allie? Aggie says we're bullying her. <laughs> tell her she, here, let's tell her she can come back. Okay. 
Um, I texted her. Hopefully back. she. <laughs> I called you, Allie. Excuse it me? was an accident. <laughs> Excuse um, me. You gotta watch that show. You gotta well, catch up. Okay, so Stacey, I'm actually like a little bit peeved because you were like, "I need you to watch it so we can talk about it." I didn't know you met on the pod as well. No, I didn't know either because I forgot we were recording. <laughs> Stacy, you should be like, "Bitch, I, I want to discuss to so watch it beforehand." Because like this morning, what did I do? Start a new random television show on Apple TV Plus and finish The Bear. Could watch the challenge. Do you have? Do you just have this current episode or like this? Yeah, I'm only one episode one? behind. Yeah. I'm only one. I watch it when we get off because that's how yeah. I mean, wow. I know your facial expressions told me a lot, Anna. Uh, I, just, no, I just wasn't expecting. Um, I watched the episode where anyway. Fessy went home right before the final, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Because him yeah. and Mariah came yeah. in as rider dies. Pretty sure that was a lie for TV purposes. I don't think they even knew each other. So, <laughs> well, that's like, where are rider dies, and I was like, "Do you even know this person?" Like, I I'm not convinced you do. Some of the pairings, I'm like, this was a stretch. <laughs> I think some of the pairings are like. You guys are friends. Your actual ride or die, though, is in the house. So, like, but yeah. it's another girl or another guy. So, like, yeah, because it has to be girl, guy, girl pairs. Like, this person should ride or die. Like, do I think Tori's ride or die is Devin? Is no, Devin? I think it's Anissa. But, like, Anissa can't be her partner. So, Casey's ride or die isn't Kenny. Now, it's granted, I do think which... Nani's ride or die actually is bananas. <laughs> like, they played like 11 seasons together. Like, I, yeah. I actually do it's think hilarious. they're ride or dies, like, but like, also, weren't they on the same season of The Real World? Am I making that up? Oh, uh, see, I've, I didn't even hold on, hold because I think they were on Real World Las Vegas together. Mm. I wish I had watched these people's like original seasons back in the day, but I was late to the challenge game. I bet you could find like a highlight reel. Yeah, well, and I'm sure they're probably on like um. Well, yeah, a highlight reel would be better than having to like watch a YouTube all- like best moments yeah. of person and person. Yes, that is true. That is true. So, okay, Aggie, did you? They weren't on the real world together. I was <laughs> thinking of someone else, but I do think they started in the challenge pretty young together. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny was on it before her, but then when she came in, her and Johnny just like became pals. Oh, I see. Did you guys ever finish the challenge documentary series? Yes, I fucking yeah, it was, it was good. I watched all six <laughs> Once episodes. Again, I watched three episodes, but I want to get back to it because it was actually like it was one of the best documentaries I've ever watched. And I, I don't have regret of going back and starting to watch old challenge episodes. I've kind of taken a break right now because um, season 17 is bad. It's in New Zealand and uh, they literally do like a Maori dance song thing with them showing all their names and i'm like it's just giving cultural appropriation in a way that is making me uncomfy so i'm on season no maybe 19 i don't know so i've been taking a little break from that but we'll get back to it i'm not worried about it but i, but I like, want to finish the documentary the documentary slaps it? anna it's six, six. um yeah, yeah. documentary okay, fucking it. slaps also hello team that made that documentary please make one for survivor please because like the early, like the early development stuff, is fascinating. Yes. yes, back when it was like actually a cultural phenomenon, and even more about like how Jeff got the job and stuff. Like that would mm-hmm. be interesting. Show me the yeah. BTS. Remember, like right before Winners at War, they did a little like recap of like best. I think they were trying to highlight some of the winners that would be on uh, Winners at War. War. So there's this one episode, but it wasn't like that. Like it wasn't the history. It was just kind of like 
what have y'all been up to since you won or something? Like it wasn't. No, no. I want the full tea. I want the inside scoop from the, from the players. And by players, I don't mean the players. I mean, the people who were like involved. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. The main players. Like CBS. Yes. But also like they've been embroiled in controversy for their casting choices not that like the challenge didn't have those issues, but they, I will, I would argue that because the purpose of the real world was to bring people together mm-hmm. who were from different backgrounds. Yeah, there were definitely more white people, but I think some of the key players long term are not only white people, which is but, like, nice. how great would it be to freaking face it head on, do yeah. a whole episode about like, in hindsight, the things we did were really wrong. Here's how we're working to be better. But yes, we're acknowledging like in these old seasons, the times that we were like incredibly problematic. Yeah, I would much rather hear from that. I would much rather hear from them like this is how we're going to do better. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like there's an, there's a whole episode for you. It's a free free idea. I don't know. Make it. Make the show. Or we'll, we can make it if you pay us. We'll do it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my challenge um that's what i'm watching the challenge i can't wait to see who who wins next week exciting (laughs) that's gonna be exciting i can't wait to maybe watch it here's the thing is it's my turn now and like i what have you been been watching a lot of um stopping and starting (laughs) in that like i can't seem to get into anything right now like i tried watching the circle i tried watching do you guys remember when it was before the traders that show snake in the grass and they were doing a ton of promo yeah. and it had like stephanie and sari on it and we were like oh this like might be good whatever so it auto played after the traders did you guys ever watch it no i watched the one that um some other survivor was on or maybe it was just series somebody oh. else tish yeah. trish Tr- trish tish she's on the first episode and i didn't realize that like it's like an episodic show where not everybody is playing all at the same time. It's like, okay, you have four people. One of them is the snake. Here's one episode where they try to find out who the snake is. Um, Again, I didn't watch beyond that, but it's not at all what I thought. And it makes me much more interested in going back and watching it, or at least watching Ceri's one episode. (laughs) You know who the other survivor Yule was on it. I'm almost positive. Yule. It was either Yule or Earl. I don't know why. I can't remember which one, but one of them was on it. The episode I watched. Yeah. But I kind of want to go like cherry pick the episodes now knowing it's not like a full. I mean, it's a full season, but it's not. It doesn't carry over from episode to episode. I'm much more interested in that. And like the bit that I watched was pretty good. But if you guys haven't watched it yet, or I guess Stacey, you have. But maybe we will circle back. But uh, I've been, uh, I've just been kind of dabbling. I've been in um, full award season too. So I've been like really going heavy on the movies less on the tv and also it really helps my um stop and start mentality because i can just like watch a movie and then two hours later i'm like wow i completed something yeah there she is <laughs> but i also really took my time listening to that reality tv podcast it's really good yeah well, shout out to uh spectacle season two or three or whatever it is now they're doing true crime stuff but if you scroll yeah. back it's a 10 episode series about the history of reality TV, really good. Um, and it talks about reality TV within the context of one particular show or franchise. There's one on the Kardashians. There's one on Real Housewives. There's one on The Circle. There's one on The Great British Bake Off. 
That one was so interesting because I'm like, it was basically talking about how like they would never work for American audiences. And it wouldn't. But like it wouldn't, but also people love it. But like there would be no buy-in. Yeah, no American contestants wouldn't play it the same way. Because there's no prize. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's also why they're nice to each other. You're playing for a plate. Who cares? Well, y'all know how I feel about that show. Yeah, Stacey falls asleep because British people make her sleepy. British people make her sleepy. No, she's like, it's their accents and they're just like soothing and calming. And it's really true up. because I tried to watch um, The Traders UK and I was like, um, mm. it's too Stacey, soft. The way I find a British accent so attractive and I'm just like, anyone speaking in a British accent, I'm immediately attracted to you. I don't know. Not most of the Bake Off contestants. I don't even care. Mostly like, just because of their demeanor. Like they're perfectly... I mean, don't get me started on Rahul. That podcast had their head up Rahul's ass, and I hate Rahul. So I was like, I don't have time for this. The spectacle, that's the one thing you got wrong. On the spectacle podcast, when they referred to the circle as a dystopian real world, and I was like, yes, but also no, not at all. Like, (laughs) the two are not comparable. (laughs) They're just so different, especially because nobody on the circle interacts with each other. Exactly. But it is about um, making connections with people, which at the end of the day is what the real world was supposed to be about. Making connections with someone you didn't necessarily see eye to eye with or wouldn't necessarily see eye to eye with. And that, I mean, there's just some people I don't need need to see eye to eye with in this current 2020, nope, 2023 state. 2020. Oh, you get it. Um, That's how I feel. We talked about that at the beginning. That's how I feel. Speaking of connecting with people, do you guys ever watch on P? Do you guys ever watch PBS? I'll start with that. Yeah, a little. Ever watch the show Finding Your Roots? No, I don't think so. Oh my god, it's the greatest show. So they take usually each episode has two celebrity guests, and they just trace back their family history and their genealogy. Oh, Julia Roberts just did one, and she found out she wasn't actually a Roberts. Yeah, no, but it's like the most (laughs) incredible show. And they have a team of, like, the world's leading genealogy experts and, like, the way that they piece together people's family history and, like, tell them things that they had no idea. Like, I was watching an episode recently where, like, they kind of cut from the main conversation and they were like, do we have permission to, like, say this on TV? Like, or they made it clear that they had had a conversation already being like, this is not their first time hearing this because we had to be like, hey, we need to tell you this information that the person you thought was your father was not your father so like they find out stuff like that it's unbelievable it's a real it's a real dose of like reality what's it called again it's called finding your roots it's on tuesday nights on pbs after um jeopardy ends at eight o'clock switch the channel down to pbs watch a little finding your roots it's just a fabulous like usually feel good obviously sometimes they like find out things that are not so feel good but mm-hmm. overall, the vibe is like, wow, I'm so grateful to have like learned this about my family history, even when some of it is tumultuous. But it's just a beautiful show. See, when you said, have you all watched PBS? I thought you meant like when we were children, did we watch like Arthur? <laughs> no, like, I'm talking current PBS. <laughs> I was like, what show are you about to tell us about? <laughs> <laughs> Caillou, obviously. But yeah, so not a reality show, but it's rooted in reality. <laughs> we're gonna have to check it out wait anna i know we're trying to like kind of wrap up because we've had like a little fun 
chat, Kiki, but you've been watching movies for the Oscars in preparation. Oh, yes. Any any ones that you want to give us a quick hit on like this is amazing. Go see this. Okay, don't don't think that I'm kidding, but the new Puss in Boots movie. Wait, have you listened to the Guilty Pleasures episode about it? No, because I was listening to their episodes. I was like catching up while I was working the other day. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like actually pay attention to what they have to say because the movie was that good. But I got um, up to their Pinocchio episode and then I paused. I'm not going to watch that. That looks bad. Pinocchio? Um, yeah. I don't like Pinocchio as a concept. I don't need to watch Guillermo del Toro spend 50 bazillion hours on a claymation version of it. I don't I don't need to see it. I'm good. Honestly, watch the Netflix behind the scenes like 20 minutes. That would things. be interesting. I don't want to watch like, the actual wow. film. I don't want to watch the actual film. Yeah. But at first I was like, wow, that was the most beautiful animated movie I've seen all year. And then I watched Puss in Boots and I was like, wow. Never mind. I take that. it back. <laughs> no, Garrick on Guilty Pleasures. Another shout out to another podcast that I adore. Garrick saw it thrice in a week and he's like, I'm making everyone I know go see it. It's perfect. It's so good. We just good. bought like, it on Amazon because we were like, we need it. <laughs> I need to watch it. It sounds so good. I saw this tweet this morning where some, some teacher who like teaches film classes asked her students like, what did you watch in theaters over winter break? And it was like Avatar, Top Gun. And she was like, and one student saw Puss in Boots six times in theaters. <laughs> no, Stacey, apparently it's it is good. also... It's also like a whole conversation on like death and aging and like what that means. And like somewhat a lot of people are like, it's literally therapy. Like Stacey, it is apparently a great message. Incredible. Oh, they do a promo for this movie in the challenge. In the yeah. challenge, our, our episodes come full circle. We must end here. In the challenge, TJ has to give the most ridiculous challenge like thing. It's like when Remember when Jeff did Jack, Jack and Jill? Jill? Oh, he yeah. did this for Puss in Boots. It was one ninth, of those. ninth Wish or whatever, Ninth Life, whatever. The Last Wish is what last it's called. Wish. He did that. Wow. And then the challenge was them trying to save their lives because they're pushing someone, each other off a thing. And it was whoever had the most lives remaining. But it was tie into Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And we were their, all like... Honestly, their marketing joking? for the movie has been unbelievable. Like, it's everywhere. Okay, is it everywhere? Because when I tell you, I've seen not one single thing. I've heard word of mouth only. You have a different (laughs) algorithm than me. (laughs) Anna, when I tell you, I've only heard word of mouth, including the Guilty Pleasures podcast. But it's working, isn't it? Yeah. But Nick also saw it over break and he said, wait, it's like Loki amazing. I was like, so good. Did either of you see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse a couple years ago? Wait, Anna, they talk about that in Guilty Pleasures. It's like the best, most innovative animation I've seen since that. Garrick was talking about how like that changed the game for animation. Yeah. And Puss in Boots like took that style and adapted it for what they're doing. I'm going to have to watch it. I've heard it's literally amazing. (laughs) I wish it could win Best Picture, but it's not nominated. So, But it is nominated for Best Animated. Best Animated. But people are like, he's going to lose to Pinocchio just because Pinocchio is like an achievement. Okay, well, Puss in Boots is also in. Is it still in theaters? Because like I might go today. (laughs) It probably is. Stacy, I wish we could go together. I don't want to go alone, but I want to go see Puss in Boots. I know. Oh, it's, so it's such a treat. Wow. I went to Everything Everywhere All at Once because it came back into theaters for five dollars. Did it? It's Oscar nomination, so it was like, come see it. It was just like one weekend. It was last weekend, so we went, and it was amazing. Had you not seen it before? I had not. <gasps> oh, it's so good. Ten out of ten film. Wow, what a treat! What a dream! I also love That's when so Broadway people are in things, and they're like. Oh, right. I'm a really talented actor. 
I didn't realize I hadn't put the pieces together that with the SpongeBob musical until the SpongeBob musical posted on Instagram being like, congrats. Okay, but she's also in Be More Chill. I love play rehearsal. Like that bitch. That bitch is out here. Wow. That bitch is out here being like, I'm Oscar nominated now. Ariana DeBose started a trend. I said what I said. I don't miss the boat. Ashley Park. Oh, now she's out here trying to get an Emmy for a show that's bad. But really, I never. But a show that I cannot not watch. Like I must. I must see every episode that ever exists. And speaking of guys, if you're watching Emily in Paris, because that's how they want us to say it. Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. (laughs) Um, If you're watching Emily in Paris, spoiler alert for the end of season three, but there's no way Camille's actually pregnant. Okay, guys, it has to be a lie. If we have a baby on this show, I will riot and stop watching. Also, how is she pregnant? She's been having a summer long affair with a woman. Like I was like, you'd be showing by now, bitch. Like it's it's a lie. It's a trap. It's a trap. Where's that gif from Star Wars? It's a trap. Anyway. <laughs> oh, like it's just a plan to get him to. I think it was a plan to trap him into like wanting to stay with her because she could feel him slipping away. Um, I think the show's or... just bad. And they were like, let's throw this. And I think they realized it's a bad plan. It's a bad plan because now then you ha- you have to have a baby. Unless we time jump, that's dumb. Like, I don't want to sit there and watch Emily be like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sit there and watch Emily, like, try and figure out, are you the stepmother to this child? Like, no. Also, pick Alfie. I, I said what I said. Alfie. He's too good for her. I watched a video. Alfie's better for you. About how the entire show is just funded by product placement. And that's the only reason that they made the show and why they keep making the show is just for advertising. <laughs> I buy it. And also, I don't even care. I'm like, do it again. <laughs> I love it. But I hadn't like noticed it as much as this video pointed out. It's I a lot. Because I don't know if I noticed. I also watched it right when it came out. So now I can't remember. I binged all three seasons in four days. So <laughs> that's impressive. We didn't say if we would recommend any of these shows. I don't I recommend Circle Season 5. I do no. recommend The Challenge Season 38. Yeah. I do recommend Emily in Paris. And I do recommend Puss in Boots, even though I haven't watched it, but I'm speaking for the general public. And it recommends the um oh yeah, the show finding about your roots. Yeah. Finding your roots. There it is. <laughs> Great. Guys, we did it. Fun times, you guys. That was really fun. Um, so see we'll see you guys in a few in a, another few weeks. We're gonna do this again, sort of pass some time. We'll also will hopefully have some interviews coming your way soon. We are those are in the works. Um also we're going to watch Are You the One Season 1 for a little throwback oh, yeah. moment for next week. So if you guys want to watch Are You the One Season 1 with us, we decided we'd watch some weird things just for fun to see what they were like and as a case study in human behavior. Um, so behavior. behavior. So if you want to go on a really weird journey before Survivor Season 43 st- or 44 starts, um, watch Are You the One Season 1 by next Sunday that's when we're going to record so if you have any thoughts send them our way or if you've just seen it and feel really strongly about it also send those our way anyway love you mean it and uh we'll see you next week when we talk about a show from the past that probably should stay hidden okay bye bye a show from the past